Hello, this is Nick Hoff from the popular hit podcast, The Hoffcast, and I want to assure you that at this time of uncertainty, I am doing everything in my power to make sure that you, the listener, gets everything that you deserve, and please rest assured that your safety is my top priority, and at this time, I want to tell you that I am panicking! Doom bit, doom doom bit, doom bit, doom doom bit, doom bit, doom doom bit. This is the half cast. <laughs> this is what we've been training for. This is exactly what we're talking about. This is the doom doom bip. Here comes the doom. How you respond is the bip. That will be the theme of today's podcast, and let me assure you, I am not making light of this situation. I It would be impossible for me to do so, for I have been stuck in my house, my one-bedroom apartment with three children and a wife who is uh, having a specific hormone reach its uh reach peak levels <laughs> it's it's the perfect storm over here and the hoff house is crumbling but this is what i'm talking about we have to learn and relearn our new normal we have to figure out what this period of time is going to look like and guess what we shape it like there are a lot of things that are out of our control, but there's so much here that's in our control. First of all, the things that are out of my control, all my shows right now are postponed until further notice. The only thing I have on the books is in mid-May in Appleton, and I was supposed to record an album then. I don't think that's going to happen, um, and I would be surprised if those shows happened. I will keep you posted, but as of right now, things are getting moved to the fall, and uh and yeah, that, that's all I have to say about that. That Those are the things that are out of my control. Things that are in my control. I still have internet. I still have power. And so I'm trying to bring content to the people. Still want to keep you entertained and keep a little levity in your lives. Because this, I mean, now more than ever, we're going to need it. I need it just just like everybody else. And I've <laughs> we tried last night. This whole coronavirus outbreak is nuts. And uh, we're, you know, we're self-quarantining. We're trying to stay in the house aside from like taking family bike rides, things like that. But last night, Sarah and I, while we were folding laundry, she had never seen Outbreak. And I was like, oh, it's a good movie. But uh, and uh, we watched it. So um, I'm not going to be sleeping for the next week and a half. If anybody wants to if anybody wants to talk, go ahead and hit me up because that movie hits it on the nose there i mean there are so many buzzwords that you are hearing now that are from that movie in 91 it's a good movie you guys but i mean i was i was going crazy watching it 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 really heightened <laughs> my state of alert it felt so real because a lot of things they were doing are things we're seeing and uh it's a good movie but I hope Dustin Hoffman's on the case here. I hope he's uh, not too old and he's he's in a lab somewhere trying to hunt down a monkey, so we can get to the we can get the host and Donald Sutherland. You know, hopefully we can keep him out of a helicopter because he's up to no good. And Morgan Freeman was almost a bad guy in that movie. I mean, he he wasn't quite the Morgan Freeman we know today. This is pre Shawshank, I believe. So he, he uh, I, I think, wasn't Outbreak '91. That's what I want to say. Um, 
outbreak movie. Thank God the internet's still here. Because uh, that's going to go down eventually, you guys. And I hope you have all these uh, podcasts downloaded. 95! I was way off. Uh, 95. So this might have been post Shawshank, or this might have come out the same year as Shawshank. Anyway, he almost plays bad guy. I don't want to spoil it for you if you haven't seen it. It's uh, one of the top movies on Netflix. No surprise there. Everybody's watching these outbreaks. 28 Days Later, The Walking Dead. Everything's trending. So you, <laughs> this is what we've been training for, people. Yeah, and I think this is part of the problem. I think people have seen one too many of these movies, and that might be it. Like, I get it. Like, we have to take necessary precautions because this thing seems like it's it's spread really easily and it's killing people which is horrible um but i also think you know people's senses are heightened a little bit from all these things we've been watching um so yeah we're that's what we're doing we're just kind of hold up uh still can go to the grocery store can still go to the doctor uh which by the way we took my oldest son to the doctor yesterday because he had a little bit of a fever and he had a cough but it wasn't a persistent cough it was like every once in a while he'd hack but it sounded wet so we called we're like hey what should we do thinking they were going to give us some sort of uh over the phone diagnosis or just like here's what you should do get him lots of fluids keep you know track of his temperature and maybe give him some theraflu or something like that uh and they were like oh you should bring him in and, and first of all they didn't say him so this is why i'm calling bs on uh, our pediatrician who we love but now i'm a little bit hesitant uh because we called and then like four hours later they called back and they said you should bring her in and i was like her like i know you're not looking at his file because he's got he's got a penis you guys did the circumcision so now what's happening right now uh so you know, they weren't taking into account the fact that he was six. It wasn't a persistent cough. And they're like, we have an opening in a half hour. You should bring him in. And I was kind of like, uh, but Sarah, wanted, like I kind of, <laughs> we had watched Outbreak. <laughs> and so I was kind of on a heightened state of alert. And I was like, we gotta, we gotta check out that cough. But then in the light of day, I was like, ah, he's probably fine. <laughs> um, but Sarah was like, no, we got to go check it out. And so they did. He's fine. But they said nobody was there. The doctor wasn't even there. Uh, he saw some other doctor that we've never seen before. And and that doctor was wearing a mask. But all the nurses that checked him out, three different people came in, weren't wearing masks. So I'm kind of pissed. I feel like they were just using us to drum up business. Like they were sitting there like, we got we got to make you know some people come in. And I think we were partly the guinea pigs. So not happy about that. But that other than that, we're just kind of holed up. And trying to eat out our refrigerator, which is, like, that's one of the positives. Like, you learn to cook with things that you weren't cooking with before. You, like, said, well, we used to have this. Sarah cooked some kind of uh, noodles with... <laughs> she cooked these noodles with the uh, this flour that she had. And it came out, and it just, like, it looked like dirt. And it didn't taste all that bad, but it had the grittiness of dirt. The kids all turned their nose up at it. We all and they all ended up eating PB and J's. But uh, <laughs> I was I was eating it. The chicken had good flavor. She tried to make this pad thai with this weird flour that she had had in there. She's like, well, one time I made this thing that had called for this flour. It's been sitting in our fridge ever since. So it's good. It's good to eat uh, things you're not used to. You know, kind of a house cleansing so to speak. Just make sure you eat all the perishable stuff and, and you've got uh, the canned goods for later. That's She won't let us touch the freezer. Anytime somebody even thinks about getting in the freezer, Sarah's little alarm goes off like like when your dad used to lose his mind when he'd, he'd sense that you touched the thermostat inside the house. I could touch that, by the way, 
my bedroom growing up was across from the thermostat and I could see it. And so sometimes I'd be cold or hot and I'd adjust it. It could be two in the morning and he could, he, he would wake up from a dead sleep, my dad, and like come over in his whitey tidies. He could hear the furnace kick on or off or whatever it was. And all of a sudden, like if I touch that Within three minutes, he was back at that thermostat, changing it back in his whitey tidies. There was nothing I could do. It, <laughs> uh, dads just have a second, you know, like a, a, a second uh, nature about him where they realize that's happening. Uh, and this is Sarah with the freezer. Anytime anybody even thinks about getting into the freezer, what are you doing? What are you doing? Those are for emergencies only. We're not eating freezer food right now. Eat something in the fridge. Eat Take a bite out of that garlic that's in there. <laughs> she, she thinks we could just eat whatever. And last night we ate dirt noodles. Um, wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad. The sausage she put on it was okay. So uh, we ate that. Um, but that's that's what life looks like now. It's eating things you didn't necessarily want to eat. You know. And I think that's good for all of us because we're going too far. We're go- I've talked about it on the podcast before. We went too far on the other end with all this. Uh, oh, somebody's calling me now. You feel like what's going on? Now let me. Let me answer this. Hang on. Hello? All of our representatives are currently assisting other callers. I don't even know who this is. Are you kidding me? Somebody calls me and says all our representatives are busy? Goodbye! I don't know who the heck that could have been. Um, sorry you guys had to hear that. <laughs> um, but this is this is what life looks like, and I think it's good for us in some in a lot of ways people you know not getting what you want immediately is i maybe the reset we needed maybe it's the reset we needed and if if people wouldn't lose their minds then i think it would be good for the internet to go down for a few days but people would lose their minds they'd start looting instantly the second they couldn't check to see what everybody else was doing they'd be assume the worst they'd be like well it's gone it's over now the bomb's coming which by the way spoiler alert that's what uh that's what <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're looking at in Outbreak. They're going to just uh, nuke the entire place. Um, but this is what it's going to look like. And uh, my worry is my worry is what it's going to do to our brains because this is now permanently in there. Whatever we're etching in at this time when we're quarantined and worried about you know, social distancing, did that guy just cough? Did he touch his face? Did I touch my face? What's going on? Like This is all we're creating pathways inside our brains and let, let's say let's say in three months they come out with a vaccine and we all get it boom end of story the coronavirus is dead but now are, are you going to be able to go out in public again without thinking about this are you going to be able to go to a concert or to disneyland standing next to somebody and they sneeze and you're like whoa whoa who sneezes in public like are you going to be able to get on an airplane without like constantly like wiping down your tray table like this is what it's going to do to our brains the world's not going to look the same and we're going to a lot of people are going to have to figure out how to get over this hump how to get over it because this is this is not doing good things for our brain in a lot of ways hopefully we get more good out of it than bad that's the bip that's the bip you see the doom we got to find the bip okay you guys we got to find the underlying good parts of this whole thing and i think that's, uh, you know, a good time to do this week's edition of Hoff Recommends. Don't think twice. Take his advice. This is Hoff Recommends. So here we are. Uh, 
Hoff recommends during the coronavirus, first things first, get lean, people. And that, I'm not talking about your weight. Yes, some of us could lose some weight at this time. That'd be good because you're hopefully not snacking as much, hopefully not eating out as much, so you're able to eat a little healthier. Uh, but what I mean by that is get your spending in order, okay? Everybody has too much that you're spending on. I don't care you know, from top to bottom, no matter where you are on the spectrum of social standing and, and how much you make, everybody can do to spend a little bit less. So get rid of those non-essentials, things that you can live without. Uh, just just scrape it down. Like I had to take a couple things off auto pay. Like let's, we're not doing this right now. Just get lean. Make sure you guys have your emergency funds in place. And if you guys don't know that term, emergency fund, it might be time to check out the Dave Ramsey show. Uh, he's got a podcast. He talks about the having three to six months emergency fund, which might be exactly what we need right now. So it might be too late for you, but you can curb that spending a little bit. So get it down. Get it down to just the essentials so that you don't have to worry about that as much. You don't have to depend on the government's check uh, to send it to you. Um, so get as lean as you can. That way you can at least mitigate the worry. So make sure you do that. And I think it's a good time to, you know, put all that in check. Do we really need all of these streaming services? No, pick the one that you want the most. Hang on to that one. And uh, any other mo uh, money that you have to spare, just send to me. Okay. Just send it to me. Uh, send me a message. I'll send you my Venmo and I'll get, <laughs> you know, I'll, uh, I'll do something. I'll send you a, uh, I'll send you an album or something when they reopen the post office. I'm not even sure if the post office is open, but that's, that's number one, get lean. Number two, and this is big for the people that are quarantined. I've had to learn that over this last week. You've got to figure out how to respond to this uh, positively, okay? Come on, beppers. we gotta, we got to bep a little bit, okay? You're going to get depressed. You're going to get stir crazy. You're going to feel like like the world is ending around you, but you, that that's the time to reach out. Get used to get used to like making phone calls again. We've gotten so into just sending text messages and not reaching out, calling somebody, call somebody, talk on the phone, you know, see how they're doing. And that's, that's a big thing. Do that with your friends, people you can talk to for long periods of time, your friends and family. But also I, I urge everybody to like reach out and check on a person that maybe isn't at the top of your list, but maybe they don't have a lot of people on their list. And reach out and check on somebody that might be in need. Check on an old person that uh, that might need something. Uh, you know, check on that friend that you haven't talked to in a long time. Uh, you know, just reach out, see how they're doing, and don't do it via text. Don't do that. Call. Okay, texting is fine and it's good, but it's not the human contact that we all need. Yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be a little awkward in the beginning, but you know what? That awkwardness is a lot warmer than just sitting there watching Netflix all day with nobody around. So I urge you guys, like, find the BIP, find somebody positive to reach out to, find somebody that you normally wouldn't and see, you know, how they're doing, if they need anything, and, and talk. Even if it's only, like, a two-minute conversation and most of it's just silence, at least that's something. At least that's some level of human contact that will kind of normalize this whole thing so that you don't get weird. Because if we all hole up for six months and all we do is sit on our computers and on our cell phones for six months, it's going to be weird. It's going to be really weird, you guys, once they let us back out. It's going to be freaking weird. And don't become that because, you know, this is this is the time when new things are going to be birthed, okay? A lot of, lot of small businesses are going to go out. A lot of big businesses 
are going to realize that they weren't essential and, and people are going to change things. A lot of, in, the, you know, uh, tragedy is kind of the mother of invention. Like a lot of things are going to come out of this. And you, if you, if you're lean and you're working on yourself and you're, uh, you know, finding a skill that you didn't have before, like if you're not going to work and, and you know, maybe you got laid off or maybe you're just working from home, you got a little extra time cause you're not doing the commute, find a skill. Find something that you always wanted to do. Learn woodworking. Do that for yourself. You know, time to uh, fix up that bathroom or plug that leak that you that you had been delaying. Like that, these are things that we can do. So when we come out of this, we're better as a group. We're better. You know, I, I've been learning uh, how to edit on my computer. How to edit video files. I, I've got a project I was doing that I don't even know if I can release now. Uh, you know, it's a comedy project, but it just doesn't feel timely like maybe later it can be done but i'm using that to to uh get better at my editing skills and learning things that i had been putting off for too long and i'm also writing a lot like when i come out of this i'm gonna have just droves of new material i don't even know if droves is the word that i want to use there but i'm gonna have a lot of new material um and i'm hoping comedy still exists <laughs> i'm hoping that comedy is still around after this whole thing although i don't know what it's going to look like uh, you know, people are doing online shows now, which is weird because you can't hear laughs, but maybe they'll figure out a way to pipe in a virtual audience so that you can hear those laughs and they can hear the laughs. Uh, but this is uh, this is the time. This is the time. Uh, use it. Don't don't just bury your hand in the head in the sand. OK, it's easy to do that. It's easy to be in denial and just kind of like I'm just going to hole up until this whole thing's over. No, use it. Use it to do something. Uh, to to better yourself and better the community around you, um, and uh, and then maybe when 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 this whole thing's over, we don't we're not starting where we're where we're currently stopping. Maybe we can continue this ball rolling forward while we avoid <laughs> certain death. Um, I didn't mean to laugh right there. It's not funny. Um, yeah. So that is this week's Hoff recommends. Now look. A lot of people, uh, I get online and I see a lot of people like moving toward conspiracy. A lot of people think, well, this is just a political ploy or this is just uh, the government trying to control us or this all came out of China. They're doing it to us. This is, this is, uh, they're coming for our guns. They're coming, uh, they wanted the market to crash. They, uh, they're trying to distract us from something. Listen. All of that is possible. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be an alarmist. All of that is possible, but that's also, you know, it's almost impossible to figure out uh, from our vantage point exactly what's going on. And and look, you can almost prove anything with the internet and assumptions. Like you can start assuming. That's my favorite thing when people when people assume the worst and they get mad preemptively. And that's what. That's the problem when conspiracy theorists go into anger and they lash out based on assumptions. Because I, my favorite thing is when people like make an assumption and then they get mad about it. Like, oh, if this person's late, I'm going to be so mad. And they're already getting mad and it hasn't even happened yet. I used to have a joke about this. It never worked. <laughs> I don't know why I thought I could do it on the podcast now. But, uh, you know... People are uh, just going off the rails with the conspiracy thing. And I think, like, even if that's the case, how does that change how we respond? Like, unless you're going to do a revolution, unless it's a full-on revolution and we're taking back the country, like, then what, like, what does this look like? I still think it looks like 
us trying to get better individually and and build yourself up so that we're stronger as a whole. And make sure you, you know, reach out to your neighbors too. Help them build themselves up. Stay in constant contact. But don't don't go off the rails with this conspiracy thing cuz you can prove anything on the internet. I for a laugh one time I watched a flat earth documentary and honestly, like I was sitting there starting to believe what they were saying. I was like, "Listen, I know this isn't true." I know it's not true, but they're making a lot of sense. They're making a lot of sense. Like everything they're saying seems like it's possible. Um, and I, I had to turn it off because like, oh, Hoff, you're, you're starting to drink the Kool-Aid here. You're starting to uh, starting to fall in into their trap. <laughs> and you can do that about anything. You can like I saw people posting that they had released in Illinois. They had released the uh, Democratic primary results the night before the vote even happened. And I was like, what? And I almost retweeted it. I was like, look at this. Look at this bunk. They're screwing Bernie again. And I don't really care one way or another. Uh, I, You guys know this about me. It's, uh, you know, some of you hate me for it. Some of you love me for it. I don't vote. I don't. Okay. I don't, I don't see the need to spend my time doing that. Um, you know, unless something really strikes me as super, super important, but just voting for voting's sake, nope, not for me, okay? You guys go ahead and anybody who wants to do that, I think that's an important right to have, and I still have that right, but I exercise my right not to do it, okay? I plead the fifth. They're not getting me. And uh, what the hell was I saying? Oh, yeah, you can like you can kind of prove anything. I was almost hook, line, and sinker. Yep, they released the primary results before it even happened, and then I did a little research, and it was just a TV station who was getting their graphics ready for the next day. The numbers weren't even the same as what they were. And yeah, it's possible they could have switched it, but like it, my gut reaction was like, look at what they're doing. But like, no, do a little research. Quit. Don't post something until you have it verified yourself because you're just leading to misinformation. I'm guilty of this too. I'm guilty of like saying things and then people are like, ah, that's not real. Um, so we're all having to learn. Like, it's weird that the internet's been out for, you know, almost 20, has it been 20? It's been, wait, 25 years. The internet's been here for a quarter of a century. We're still learning how to navigate it. And I, granted, it's constantly evolving. Uh, like the inside of a department store, it changes, uh, constantly, but the, uh, but we're still learning the basics. I feel like we're still learning how to handle it and how it affects our brain and how it affects our wiring because people are negatively affected by this thing people are positively affected by it too and that's what i want you to find i hope i hope that this podcast is a positive effect for you um and, and it's a good time to revisit uh you can't go to your library right now but uh download the hoopla app or whatever your public library has just with the library card you can get so many books on tape like yeah, if you don't want to sit down or you don't have time to sit down with a book on tape, but you got time to like stick in some headphones and just as you're falling asleep, listen to a book. Like think of how much we can learn um, and how much we can be entertained that way. Like the, oh, And that's all free. That's all free. That's a previous Hoff recommends, but it still applies today. Still applies. Um, so yeah, do all that. Like don't, don't get conspiracy theory. And if you do and you feel like you got a good one, send it to me. Because <laughs> I want to be entertained. Okay? Send me send me what you think's really going on and maybe I'll uh, I'll tackle it. 
here on on the next Hoffcast. This is a good time for you guys to reach out to me, and some of you did this last week. Uh, you know, I, this is the fourth week in a row that I've released the Hoffcast on Friday. I don't know if you guys have taken notice, but we are on a weekly schedule right now. And I want to point out that this happened before uh, things went off the rails. So I'm not, uh, I'm a leader. Uh, I'm not a follower. <laughs> There's a lot of people are starting podcasts right now. I'm glad you guys are here for mine. Um, and you add me to a regular diet of your entertainment stream. And I'm going to try and still be here for you week in, week out. The guests might become a little dicey. Like I, I was, I was going to interview another comedian this week, but we're like, let's give this whole deal another week before we get together face to face and laugh at each other, uh, less than six feet apart. Um, so, uh, I'm probably gonna have Sarah on the podcast, uh, soon and, uh, <laughs> you know, cause we're basically, you're tied to whoever you live with. Like they say self quarantine, but it's like, I, I know some people that are split from their spouse. Like they like, like you're in the basement, I'm upstairs we don't have that capability. We're <laughs> we're tight quarters over here. So it's like if one of us gets it, we're all going to get it. And I guess that's just you've tied your fate to the people that are living under your roof. That's the way I look at it. Um, I've already decided I'm going to die with this woman. Um, <laughs> so, you know, if it happens earlier. But, oh, geez. And listen, I, there are certain people <laughs> that have told me this time in, time out, but I'm actually got to get with it, and I urge you guys to do the same. This is not part of Hoff Recommends. This is Hoff needs to do this. This is what I need to do myself is I need to make a will. I don't have a living will, but it's like when your mortality, you're staring at the face of your mortality, it's like, well, okay, now what happens? What happens if Sarah and I do get this thing, we die, is the state going to take our kids? I mean, what are they going to do with it? I don't trust them, so I got to make a will. <coughs> it's just a dry cough. Don't worry about it. Okay? And I coughed outside the microphone, so we're fine. Uh, yeah, see? See what it's doing to our brains? I'm already negatively affected. I have one cough, and I can fi I'm can. i fighting back another one. I, I didn't get it all the way out because I was, I was scared to cough, so now I didn't get the cough all the way out. It didn't properly itch the throat or expel whatever it was trying to get out and now it's still in there and this is what it's doing to my brain now i'm holding in potential disease but it's better in than out right better i don't even know i don't even know if it's they need to sell i didn't get one of the masks before they all sold out we've got some of the basic like construction masks but they don't really do anything they don't fit on the face very well uh but i i should have gotten a couple of those N95 masks. Those are the ones they say that have the ventilator on them. Those are the ones that do something. But they're also disposable. So I guess I got to get one of the ones that like you can you can wear all the time. By the way, that that's like the norm in Asia. Like ever since, I don't know if it was swine flu or it was probably SARS. They started wearing, like if you ever see people in the airport, like you're going to see those masks. Even five years ago, you saw those masks all the time. Um, and... Uh, but now, like, a lot of people are wearing them. And I, I just had to fry, fly, fry. I just had to fly last, um, I just had to fly last, what was it? It was last Friday. I was supposed to have a show in, uh, in uh, Michigan. So I was like, and the night before, I even talked to my manager. I was like, this show is not happening, right? Like, this is not going to happen. And she's like, I, right now it's still on the schedule. I don't know what to tell you. Like, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. Uh, but, but it, the show right now is still on and I'm like, this sucks. And I even called the casino, 
Uh, and I was like, hey, has there been any talk of canceling this show? This is the day before the show is supposed to happen. When, and they had already canceled, by the way, the NBA. March Madness had already been canceled. Everything had already gone by the wayside. And I called. I was like, hey, is there any talk of canceling this comedy show tomorrow? And they're like, nope. No talk of it. I was like, really? Because I'm traveling from far away. I, I didn't tell them I was a part of the show. I told them I was traveling from far away to go to the show. And they're like, yep, still on a schedule. And I was like, and I even went to the, I, my flight was at like one one twenty in the morning on Friday morning and I was getting on it. I was like, ah, this is bogus. Like I'm going to land and they're going to say, oh, it's canceled. I know that's what's going to happen, but I still had to take the flight cause I still needed to go. And I honestly, part of it was like, I, I got to do this cause I don't know, this might be my last show for a long time. I got, I need the income. So I was like, let me go. I'll sit away from people. Like you can sit away from people on a <laughs> on an airplane. But the, and like the night before, I had found out it's airborne. Like I before then, I thought I had to like touch my face or insert a finger into my one of my cavities. Uh, I didn't think I could get it just from being around people that had it. But then the ni- night before, I was like, oh damn it, it's it's airborne. Now I'm getting on this little capsule, and they're like, well, at least the plane will be empty. Nope, full plane. <laughs> full plane so i just sit window i'm like trying to breathe minimally but a lot of people had those masks a lot of people were wearing them and not just asian people a lot of people had those masks and i was like oh i wish i had a mask um so if you can get your hands on an n95 mask and preferably one of the ones that like is reusable so you're not just like rolling through them um but uh, anyway i flew to chicago through the night uncomfortable in my seat worried about corona I land and I had uh, I had a four hour layover before my connection to Lansing, Michigan. So I, I find the next gate and I sit there. I fall asleep. All of a sudden, a couple hours later, my phone rings. It's the tour manager. He's like, hey, show's canceled. I'm like, of course it is. Here I am in Chicago sitting around everybody. Um, and, the, you know, God bless American Airlines, who normally the airlines just stick you over and they're like, screw you. you you're going to take it. And I kind of thought they were going to do that, but they were pretty good. They got me. They didn't get me out on the next flight, which I was hoping like there was one leaving like in 10 minutes. I was like, can I just do And I got to that gate and the pl- thing was still open. They're like, final boarding. I was like, can I get a, can I get on this one? Like, I'm going to go. Like, can you do it? And they're like, no, you got to call. You got to go to one of the desks. And yeah, we can't do it here. I'm like, come on, you be a person. Like, just let me do it. Let me go. I'm, I'm tired. Can I go? And they're like, no, you can't get on this one. Uh, even though they had seats, but then they put me on the very next one, which was only a couple hours later. So I was only in Chicago for like, uh, it was like five hours or something and flew right back, got back. It was, I think, uh, 13 or 14 hours total on the whole ordeal, but spent, you know, several hours in a little metal tube with people with airborne viruses. And, uh, the lady next to me on the, uh, flight back had a mask on and I don't know whether I should trust her or distrust her for that, but, um, yeah, flew back. Show is canceled, and that was the first of many to be canceled slash postponed. Right now, they're all postponed. Um, we're able to reschedule a bunch for the fall. I don't know if that's still going to happen. There are whispers that uh, school is now going to be canceled in in Los Angeles. I don't. I want to perpetuate this if it's a rumor, but they're whispering that it's probably canceled for the rest of the school year. And I'm going to say this really quietly: they're going to be surprised if we even go back in the fall. Some of you may have just uh, just fallen 
<laughs> wherever you were walking or wherever you were driving. I hope you didn't run off the road. It sounds to me like uh, this thing, unless until they find a vaccine, like what are we going to do? That's why you got to get lean, guys, because this this could be longer than just like get through May. This could be nuts for the rest of 2020. Like this is the world's going to be different. The world's going to be different. I'm not saying that just because I want to feel like my generation is special or like our time on Earth is special because things like this have happened in the past. But this is going to shape who we are the rest of our lives, you know. My wife and I would throw out leftovers sometimes, whereas my parents and my grandparents were like, no, you got to don't waste food. And maybe this is that kind of reset that we needed to like get back to basics and get like we don't need that uh, butterscotch infused aioli on our uh, on our twice baked uh, potatoes with essence of lemongrass that has been uh, <laughs> that has been fed with only the the milk of the stars. Like maybe maybe we need to get back to just like eating fruits and vegetables and basics and not and not having excess and not having more than we need. So this is like a little time to reset and reassess. And I'm here for you guys. Okay, I will not panic. I will not panic. I couldn't panic if I wanted to. Los Angeles <laughs> County, I guess, is out of guns. They don't have any more guns. Uh, I don't recommend going and getting a gun. But if you have one, you, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> It's not bad that you have one. Just keep the ammunition separate. If things go sideways, you're going to have time to go get the ammunition. Make sure you keep those guns locked up so the little ones can't get to them. Uh, I don't have a gun on me, <laughs> uh, but it's 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 getting it's going to get crazy out there. It's going to get crazy. Don't lose your minds. Look for the BIP. I urge you guys to look for the BIP. Share the BIP. Share with me. Your uh, your light at the end of the tunnel. Share with me the ways that you're making uh, you know, good out of bad. Okay, let's keep laughing. I'm gonna keep posting. If you're not following me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I'm I'm gonna be posting lots of videos. I'm gonna keep doing these podcasts. If you haven't yet, please rate and review. This is the time when people are looking for content. So if you like this podcast, if you like this, even if it's just a couple episodes that you really really enjoyed, you know, share those with people. Ask them if they like it, you know, hit it up with a review because that's how that's how you help this podcast move forward and get it in front of more people because we need we need to be positive right now. You guys, we got to keep our heads. We need to remain positive. Um, and I want I want to be that source for you. I want, to, I want to help you guys. And in turn, you guys help me. Uh, I love the messages I see from you guys when you enjoy something or when even when you hate something. I love the interaction. So keep that up. Let me know how you're doing. And uh, stay safe out there. Do that social distancing. Eat healthy. Get lean. I love you guys. 